The following podcast may contain spoilers, strong language, graphic violence, and nudity. Viewer discretion is advised. everybody welcome to the 4am podcast will who are we and what do we do uh look that was the best part of that the the movie four (laughs) guys four guys who are forced to watch a film Uh uh-huh well you know there's five of us Mm. well you got i mean you and tony are pretty much the same person (laughs) (laughs) according to our listeners yeah, what so we about? have heard we later in this episode. <laughs> Go yeah, on. The podcast is myself, Brian. We got who else is here with us? We got Will. We got Tony. And Joe. I'm your default host, Rob. And this week we did another sponsored episode. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do it. By the absolute unstoppable <laughs> force known as William. William, you gave us a whole crap load of movies we had to watch, and uh, it's going to take us the rest of the year. And, the dog uh, days of William. Yes, it does. It's known as, a, have you ever heard the wolf cry to the blue corn William? And we we're... seen the William dance in the pale moonlight? <laughs> <laughs> so here we go. Uh, this week, we, uh, we, have a, we have a sandwich going of Jeffrey Jones, Hulk Hogan, and uh, the goon movie and then more hulk hogan and more jeffrey jones it's gonna you be really great can't put anything in the middle of that sandwich and expect it to taste good not even pork no and uh we'll not see what the pork we'll see what the goon is it's gonna be pork or i mean this is Filet. obviously what we watch now is just straight mayonnaise um so uh, we ma- mayo mayo q what yeah you, you familiar exactly. with crafts uh new pokemon inspired um like, like branded yeah what? so it's like so there there's there's mayo must which evolves into mayo q which what? evolves into crunch what? Seriously, you can buy them in the supermarket. There's there's mayonnaise mustard. I know crunch. I'm familiar yep. with crunch. There's mayo q, mayonnaise is... barbecue sauce, and oh. then there's crunch. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Yeah, this movie is Mayo Q, and that's the good. You all that's froze a good up on me. I think I, I got dropped. <clears throat> you're, you're, you're okay here. Yeah, I hear you. I mean, right now we're, we're back you're now. Frozen with kind of dumb look on your face. <laughs> I mean, anyway, so we watched Mister Nanny from 1993, which is, I believe, a whole three years after Home Alone came out. Is it not? It is. Okay, Wait, great. What year did and Home Alone come out? I think a year after Home Alone two. Home Alone was like oh, what wow. 90, 89 or ninety? I didn't realize it was that early. Yeah, the balls on this movie. Anyway, uh, will you there? Yeah. History movie now. Uh, similar to Mom and Dad Save the World, I I definitely had seen parts of this. I think it was like on <clears throat> I want to say like the USA Network. You know, it was on one of those cable channels that you know probably got played during the daytime, during the summer a lot, and I remember different scenes of this, different aspects. Like, as soon as I heard the bad guy's voice, I, I remember the guy with the metal dome and uh, a couple other things, but I don't think I'd ever really seen it. 
from beginning to start and especially not you know with commercial with, without commercial breaks or anything mm, brian so i know i've seen this, this movie a few times i remember liking it when i was younger like i remember because i was a, a huge uh, hogan fan so like yeah i think i watched everything he still was are in right back in the day eh. <laughs> <laughs> i don't think I, anybody I think is almost bad days. for him almost <laughs> almost bad uh, almost bad for him but uh <laughs> But uh, yes, I remember watching this a bunch of times, and like Buster Poindexter being the bad guy was fitting for some reason. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so that was me. No, I learned my lesson with Suburban Commando, not even once. Nice. <laughs> okay, Tony. Yeah, I don't know if I've seen this all the way through before either. Um, I I didn't watch this as a kid. I think I learned my lesson possibly even before Suburban Commando, but uh, I don't think I watched any of this until like I was older and working in a video store and heard tales about how terrible it was and everything, so I might have thrown it on. Hmm? <clears throat> Couldn't get enough, huh? Oh, yeah. Um, I don't, I'm pretty sure I've never seen this, uh, even because I still have eyes in my head. Um, yeah, Tony, what's uh, you, got some, you got some other history for this for us? Oh, yeah, this got is going to be another some good one. Nasal issues there? Yeah, I do have some issues for sure. All right. Uh, this is directed by Michael Gottlieb. Dudikoff. Gottlieb, I think, is the. Gottlieb. Yeah, Michael Dudikoff. Right. Uh, who, <laughs> In his Michael ninja Bay. costume. <laughs> who. Michael Bay uh, Dudikoff. Looking, see, that? that's how you can tell us apart. I'm the one that starts talking before Rob <laughs> cuts him off. Uh, so. <laughs> The other movies this man has directed are a Mannequin, a previous episode, A Kid in King Arthur's Court, and one that shocked me, a movie called The Shrimp on the Barbie, which he submitted as an Alan Smithy, which means that was the one so bad even he wouldn't claim it. Oh, <clears throat> dear God. <laughs> So we're going to watch that one, right? Yeah. We might have. <laughs> William's getting his wallet ready right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what? I'm down for throwing Mannequin on there at least. I'm talking, cat. See, mannequin, mannequin, I, re- I like Mannequin. I remember that being good. I'm sure it's not. Oh, yeah. But I remember that being good. That's why I'm down for that one. Well, it's probably, oh, yeah. the thing is, it's probably, like, fun. Oh. Even if it's not good, it's probably fun. Sure. <clears throat> Is Kim Cattrall, like, naked in that thing, or... Nope. Full bush. Well, as a mannequin, maybe. Full, yeah, as a mannequin. Full bush. Full bush, well, okay, thanks. <laughs> Just so... her entire body covered. Because <laughs> of it. <laughs> so she's wearing a gay man costume. So, this movie was... Uh, uh, the composer for this movie was David Johnson. Uh, uh what? What? <laughs> composer? <laughs> well... No, 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 The man who supplied music. Nope, nope, I disagree. The man who supplied sounds with instruments. Yeah, sounds between the awful, awful fart rock that we had to listen to. Yeah. We had, were forced to endure for the majority of this film. Tough enough. You didn't like tough stuff? Tough stuff. Yeah, I mean, well, tough stuff is great, you well, know? Hold uh, on, that song was actually called Rough Stuff. Oh, okay. Because not only does that song tell you the entire plot of this movie it was also the original title of this movie right. uh, it's like, yeah you're, you're and you uh you're fishing down in louisiana and you yeah. go to los angeles tough stuff i'm pretty I'm, sure they uh they did away with this name just because they someone looked at a poster of uh hulk hogan 
on it with two little kids called Rough Stuff and thought, yep, this isn't going to fly. <laughs> well, okay, two things. A, Rough Stuff is also a good summation of the experience of watching this film. Oh. And, <laughs> and B, like, someone should have looked at a poster of Hulk Hogan and two little kids and just said, we're done here. <laughs> just shut down. Shutter, shutter everything. Shut Instead, yeah. they Shooter. said, you know what? Santa with muscles. I got this. Yes. Hold my beer. Um, so, yeah, once again, this is our second week of no one gave enough of a shit about it to write anything. So, uh, I mean, I also didn't have a ton of time to research, but there wasn't much else found other than, of course, I feel I need to note this movie has now infamous for the potential animal endangerment of a poor dog that is thrown into the river. You guys saw it, right? Wait, what? You guys, oh, yeah. you guys tell me you saw that, because I'm going to stop and rewind the movie. I'm going to look it up right now. I knew about that coming in. All right. Yeah. Uh, when he is on his motorcycle journey into or, uh, to the mansion, at one point, if you look yeah. over his shoulder, there's a man that just full on tosses a dog into the ocean. Like, why? Style. What? Just, I why? don't know. All right. Don't I'm going to look knows. it up. We'll <laughs> okay. on TV right now. No, I mean, okay. In fairness, it's the point in a movie where you would stop and grab like a chip or like a drink or something between scenes. Um, it's, it's one of those. Like, so you wouldn't, might not actually be looking at the screen when it happens, but I, w I saw that. I'm like, that guy just throw a dog and I had to go and rewind. <laughs> so let me, was that all right? Are y'all ready? Or was that just like, they don't no. happen to catch that on. Film? They just happen to catch. There's just a dude in the background who chucks his dog. I think it's Gross. in the lower uh, left of the screen. Uh, no, I think it's upper left. Oh, yeah. Upper <laughs> left. Yeah. Oh God. I'm right, so glad to get to live this. Right around me there. Oh my god, what the fuck the hell? <laughs> Straight out of point break. Like, just fucking hooked okay. a dog and Just it. chucks a dog. That's insane. How did I miss that? You know what, though? That dog is the luckiest friggin' member of this film. Maybe they're trying to commit suicide. It was trying to get Ho out of the movie. That's what it was. Yeah, hopefully it died and did not have to subject itself to the rest wow. of this friggin' movie. Tony, I remember seeing that clip, like people talking about it, but I didn't ever know that that was the move. This movie. So please stop. I gotta let you know. Tony and Will and I have already recorded like for two hours today. All right, we. Because you should check out our special Transformers Patreon series. Absolutely should check that out on Patreon. We were started recording that earlier. But the problem was I had to finish watching Mr. Nanny before I could record. Uh, so I went into this recording angry. I was so mad having to watch Mr. Nanny. So, Ed, were you sad, Tony? <laughs> uh, by the laws of physics, I guess so. By the laws of man. Yeah. For every Etruria, there's an equal and opposite Etruria. What is Joe doing? Uh, turn uh, please, my fan. Oh. I was afraid he was going to go chuck a dog. Trying to escape this podcast. <laughs> Good luck. Uh, so but yeah, just so you know that, that that scene is now so infamous. If you just go to YouTube.com and type in Mr. Nanny, I believe it's like the third or fourth clip down. Is that? Will Will just found it in seconds. Oh yeah! yeah. As soon as it's you start, as that soon guy as you start, outside with a horn is mad too. Yeah. As, as soon as you start typing, Mister Nanny Dog is the next word that like does the autofill. 
I do want oh. to apologize, listeners. Uh, Will lives in the big city, so uh, yeah. you'll hear big city sounds behind him. Uh, like also lowly, cicadas. <laughs> lowly worm and cicadas and all sorts of Richard Scary characters. Uh, whereas we all live in the country with the Berenstain Bears, so you're the, just going to hear some sad country sounds. By the way, on, on a side note for that... Uh, apparently IMDB so did not want to believe I was looking up this movie that even when I typed in Mr. Nan, it was like, do you mean sympathy for Mr. Vengeance? (laughs) Yes. Not not even close, dude, but thanks for trying. Isn't, isn't that the sequel to, uh, uh, what the hell is the name of that movie? Nope. No, it's not? No. Okay. Um, so, uh, do you guys want to guess how much money this movie cost to make? Oh god! I mean, it's Hulk Hogan, so he made sure he got paid. Um, I mean, all those other wrestlers they got like that; those are all bargain basement. Um, and when was this made? Ninety one. Ninety three. Ninety three. Uh, twelve million dollars. I'm gonna say a cool seven mil. How much pork do you think he ate in that? porn video enough to make him sick after sex okay <laughs> so that's like 300 dollars, maybe worth of pork at least some car you know a bag of carnitas all right so i'm gonna say 300 dollars, a bag of carnitas and uh a, a, a unitard and a fresh buffing for buster point dexter's head yes a fresh buffing for buster yeah eight million dollars all right since uh rob's is nonsense anyway i'm giving it to brian because it was ten million dollars. That's bull. Okay. That's bullshit. I got uh, no. Quit being it, mad or sad. Yeah, if it's <laughs> if it's in the nineties, like it's in the double digits for millions of dollars, almost certainly. Plus, Rob, I think you're forgetting. You're counting all this money spent on pork when they had free river dog. Mm. All right. So, do you guys want to guess? It? Well, want to guess at how much money this movie made? The man was, in fairness, throwing the dog to get the pig that was in the river. Oh. Okay. Pig dog. How much money this made? <laughs> yes. Uh, I got a feeling this was another movie that did not do well, but did better in video sales. Um, well, I'm gonna say. 20 million hmm. i'm gonna say uh how much do you think monetarily all right brian <laughs> uh i'm gonna say it made 12 million dollars but um hogan had to pay Sherman helmsley two million dollars to not release any footage of video that he had of him behind the scenes saying some shitty stuff <laughs> so because you know it exists dollars <laughs> All right, going forward, I should specify this does not include any settlements made uh, around the movie. You broke me. All right. Uh, (laughs) How much is is Buster (laughs) Poindexter's, like, in dollars, how much is Buster Buster Poindexter's dignity worth versus Hulk Hogan's uh, dignity minus... Double indignity. Two N words, and then like uh, plus, we'll say six dollars. So uh, add that up, somebody. William, probably, add that up. Probably $6. a sexual harassment in there too. Oh, definitely. Yeah, at least one. What'd you say, Will? I said so at least six dollars. Six dollars. This is yeah. That's my. That's mine. Six dollars. I'll say twelve million. All right. First of all, 
I'm disturbed that we're throwing in a sexual harassment lawsuit considering there were like no women in this movie. But uh, but there were kids. I uh, I think unfortunately I have to give this one to Rob. Yep. Uh, you better. It, it was four million dollars. Yep. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, this bombed hard. Yeah, and that's about three point nine eight million dollars too much. I'm glad. Yeah, good. I hope they died. Now, this was like the end of Hogan's movie time, right? Uh, For the first well, run. Yeah, th- this was the end of, like, the big screen stuff. Yeah. He did I think some... He, what? Well, I think he's, he's like, we're not that far away from Thunder in Paradise. This is, like, I think this is when he came back and fucking ruined WrestleMania 9. And then did, like, a year in Federation. Then left and did Thunder in Paradise. Then came back to WCW. Um, and then there was that whole NWO thing. And he was in wrestling for a while after that. And he did TNG. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. DS9. Yeah. It, it's it's funny our different metrics on that. Because, yeah, I was going to say, uh, it was shortly after this, we start getting into Santa with muscles and uh, <laughs> Three Ninjas Strikes Back. Three Muscles a real thing? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's real. Uh, wow. Three Ninjas uh, High Noon at Mega Mountain? Yes. Yeah, I it's know about that. List. But I, mean, uh, I forgot then, about yeah. Santa with Muscles. And then after those direct-to-video things, we got Thunder in Paradise, and yeah. it just um, went from there. I, what's funny is, like, they never gave up on that concept of, like, um, of Santa with Muscles, because they made a movie with Bill Goldberg a few years later, too, called Santa's Slay. Where yep. he's just a big, jacked-up, evil Santa giving people the spear. Where he's just slaying Poon left and right. I mean, uh, um, Futurama got it right with uh, with their Santa. Yeah, but I like we still haven't learned our lesson because the big, you know, kind of the big laughing movie right now is uh, Money Plane, which stars The Edge. Really? Who's yeah, the edge of what? So. <clears throat> exactly. Well, the Edge <laughs> is the guitarist of U2. I think you're referring to Edge, the wrestler. Uh, yes, the, I'm sorry. The rated R superstar. Is he an Edge Lord? <laughs> I I don't know much about Edge. Okay. He uh, he got famous for having sex with a woman live on uh, WWE Raw. Well, what? Wait, really? Did I forget that? Him, I think it was after you stopped watching, but it was shortly before I stopped watching. Him and Lita had sex live on TV. And then Ric Flair ran out and jumped in the bed. And so Edge had to get out and beat him up. And then John Cena came out and Lita got dressed. And then he gave her the FU. And it was whoa, 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 one of the whoa, whoa, worst whoa, whoa, things whoa. I ever saw. Wait, wait, wait. Wow. How how undressed was were they? No, at one point they were both naked. <clears throat> wait, what? In a bed, under the covers. But so, uh, no. Like, like for real or like for okay, fake? Okay, well. Unless they were wearing, like, some bodysuit under their stuff. Just the continuity of where the clothing went, like, and what was thrown out of the bed and whatnot. They were naked. All right. Wow. So how how loud was this sex, would you say? Uh, It was in front of, like, 20,000 screaming people, so pretty quiet. Okay. In comp- you know, on TV, it would have been pretty. Cool. I mean, I just mean in comparison to the rest of wrestling. How real are we talking? Are we pulling? Oh no, quiet compared to wrestling. There was no okay. like mat bumping sounds or people screaming or anything. So like, so probably no real penetration happening no, there. No, that didn't. That didn't happen. He probably just you know squirted all over the the her belly button, Tommy Wiseau style. <laughs> yeah, he didn't get to go to work on her for very long before Ric Flair ran out and put an end to that. 
And he put it right in his butt. What? Well, Ric Flair was like, I'll show you how to do it. And he starts Woo! like air thrusting. Like, remember John's dog, Buddy, how he would see Crystal and start yeah. like air thrusting across the house and then come at her? <laughs> like, Ric Flair that did couch. that. Get that couch hand, uh, armrest. How? Oh, oh, God. All right. So, whoever's in that a nanny. You watch yeah, this, you see nanny. some weird stuff. All right. So, Mr. Nanny, uh, Hulk Hogan is fishing. It's dumb. There's no point to it. Uh, George Jefferson shows up for no reason. Okay, so Wait. first off, I'm like, my first note is, let's get this over with. Yes. But yep. then I'm, I'm happy that the movie is only 83 minutes long, including long. the credits. It's about 83 uh, and a half minutes too long. No, but every single scene in this movie is filmed to just accomplish what it says in the script for the scene and literally nothing else. There's no... There's no fluff or trim. and Well, there's a lot of stuff that doesn't need to be in the movie. Oh, that's trash. But there's no, like, like the scene is just, like, like Strange, it was hard to take whoa. notes because each scene is, like, 30 seconds long. It's just Hulk Hogan walks in. Hulk Hogan gets hit by bowling ball. Next scene, uh, Hulk Hogan you know, finds roller skate. Hulk Hogan steps on tripwire. Like, just, there was literally nothing, like, they're coming at you that fast. So let's try yeah. to go over the major plot well, points, I guess. If I can, though, just to start off, like, five seconds in, our first shot that we get is there's a wrestling ring, and Hulk Hogan <laughs> is falling into frame in slow motion and stops for it to say Mr. Nanny. Yep. Yep. Like, what a great introduction. Oh, so he... when he was a famous wrestler, was his, like, whole shtick to be, like, fishing guy? You know what's funny? Yeah. The fact that Will is so young, he has no concept of Hulk Hogan. No, I meant in the movie. Yeah, well, I, I know what you think you meant. Well, <laughs> Will has only ever been alive for when Hulk Hogan sucked. <coughs> like, I mean, I'm pretty sure all of us have only been alive. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, at no, least, Hulk Hogan was awesome for a yeah, good in the, minute in the, the 80s. <laughs> yeah, for a while in the 80s. If you go back and watch it now, it does. I know the junkyard but, dogs. Uh, you know, I'm down with that. Yeah, I'm hip. Well, I saw Rick. I saw Rick slam Claire Andre the Giant in, in uh in WrestleMania three. That was a huge deal. He saw Rick Flair in person. Yeah, he's from North Carolina. Okay. And his uh, I think he tried daughter, to beat Governor North Carolina. His, his daughter was playing volleyball against um in high school against my high school. My sister was playing. Was he made you. Uh, he made you shake him off in the bathroom. <laughs> was it Charlotte Flair? I think her um, name, her real name's Ashley. I think that sounds right. Oh, Blonde. she's like. A, yeah, she's. Uh, she's really tall. Yeah, she was like a super athlete. Yeah, she's like the best uh, wrestler in the WWE right now. The best female wrestler. Oh, sweet! I went up to him and I went, "Woo!" Whatever. My uh, my wife's friend is in the basketball hall of fame. So there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. <laughs> No, not Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Mm-hmm. Brian knows who I'm talking about. The rest of you can eat a, eat a dog's butt. Um, I know who you're talking about, too, and it's it's a very specific oh, yeah. basketball. Right. <laughs> well, it's I not was... the big basketball. <laughs> wow. It's a basketball. Wow. <laughs> okay. Well, I know Whoa. a guy who knows <laughs> another guy, and his, uh, his mailman once met somebody famous, so there. All right, all right. cool. So, well, well so, Will goes for sensitivity right. training. The rest this, of us are going to finish this dumbass movie. We're, 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 we really do is that. Is that how y'all met, Rob? Huh? Is that, is that how, how y'all met you and Will? <laughs> yeah, Rob's yeah. the teacher. <laughs> Pretty much. I was like, ghost. He's my sponsor. I was making a, some pottery, and <laughs> Will came up behind me and started making it. Ghosting. Could it at least be the gift where someone replaced the pot with a cat? 
and it's just yes. the two of them petting a cat. Yes, definitely. Right. So the problem we were having is nothing happens in this movie, and everything that does All happen right. is a ripoff of so something. So being a being a uh, '90s and '80s wrestling fan, <clears throat> like I was legitimately like, oh, it's Jim Neidhart. Oh, it's Kamala the Ugandan Giant. It's George the Animal Steel. It's uh, Head Shrinker Appa. It's and Maui one from of, Moana. Yeah, one of Bruce the uh, Brutus the Barber Beefcake's many weird ass gimmicks. Um, I believe that was the Zodiac, the guy with the black and white face paint. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was like, oh, that's cool. Then I realized I'm like, those were all really not good wrestlers. <laughs> yep. Uh, but they all just followed Hulk Hogan wherever he went. So they were uh, the plant. They were the moons caught in his gravity. Yeah. All right. So bottom line, they beat him up. He had a nightmare about it. He catches a fish. I remembered why I really don't like fishing when he's holding the fish, and I'm like, that just sucks. Um, but he throws George, it back. So George now the Jefferson fish just comes off. limping in. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. It was Bert, right? Bert. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. George Jefferson. Remember, remember that time I took a bullet for you? Mm-hmm. And I imagine the rest of this scene was basically just ripped from the discussion he had with his agent. Yeah, pretty much. Like, no, I'm a wrestler. I can't do that. No, like, make this movie. It'll be good for you. I'm a wrestler. It'll make- It'll make me money. <laughs> yeah. Well, but then his wrestler say, uh, served him the boiled Hormel can, and uh, Hulk Hogan was like, oh, I'm all right, I'm down now. I'll do whatever yeah. you want. Yeah, he fucking cooks him some Hormel chili by boiling the can. Mm-hmm. And, like you do. Uh, like you do. Yep. And, and Bert, uh, Bert said he hasn't eaten in a week, so my first thought is like, why are you so fat, Bert? Well, no, <laughs> but, uh, but like, is this guy homeless? Is he? No, he's moving on up. <laughs> He's down on his look. Yeah, he is not doing well right now, is the idea. So, um, apparently things have been bad ever since he got shot in the leg. Yeah, well. <sighs> we'll get into that later. <laughs> yeah. So, long story short, Hulk finally gets convinced to take the job. And then he rides his Harley to uh, to the job, in which, which we see the infamous man-throwing-dog into the water scene. Which, to be fair, like, maybe they were playing this theme song, like, over a loudspeaker, <laughs> and maybe the dog just jumped out of that guy's arms and tried to drown itself. Or the guy was trying to save the dog. <laughs> or, yeah, I, I suppose, we, we didn't, we don't know the full story, so there's a chance that guy's like, oh shit, Hulk Hogan's here, we gotta go! I'll give you a hundred dollars if you throw me into the water right now! Like he jumped in right after him. Put me out of my misery. You know what's weird with this movie? Um, I was just looking at IMDb actually at the cast, and it literally like it lists Hulk Hogan, then it lists Sherman Helmsley, and then it lists all of those wrestlers who literally are in this movie for maybe fifteen seconds in total before listing anybody else. It doesn't list rip off Martin Short. Nope. (laughs) No, I I had fun trying to get this cast list together because it is. I, it's not put in like alphabetically or by appearance or I don't even know. It's just nonsense. Yep. All right. So um, he he shows up at Mason security, uh, which is the new job. And Mason security guards are just awful to him. They're just like, you don't belong here. Get out of here. And uh, immediately start a fight with him. And why would you start a fight with Hulk Hogan? I mean, because uh, everybody in this movie is also a wrestler. So they're just as equally big as he is. They're told to be on the lookout for like suspicious. I guess. Yeah. People. So yeah, he gets into some bad eighties wrestling with uh, you know, with Hulk Hogan, and he gets thrown through a wall. And then um, they he, he goes inside, and uh, you go out, you see like you meet Mister Mason in this movie. It's going at such a pace that like the guy, like the guy's like, "Hi, how's it going?" That his desk explodes when he opens a drawer. 
And then, like, some other guy comes running in, screaming at the top of his lungs. Hulk clotheslines him. And I'm so disoriented from this scene. I had to pause and reconstruct the sequence of events that just happened. It's like um, it's like when you're when you're seven or eight years old and your parents get a camcorder and you're like, we can use this. Let's make a movie. Well, yeah. yeah. Wait, wait. <laughs> just to go back for a moment. When he, he gets into the fight with the guards outside and the, the guy's like, oh, that was supposed to be the new bodyguard. Don't worry, I'll get rid of him. But Mr. Whatever, what's his name? Mason. Mason. He's like, oh, no, he's he's perfect. He's quick to anger. He's prone to violence. Let's put him in charge of my children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good idea. Um, so, all right. There's this psycho criminal genius he's described as. Uh, he's... <sighs> Barely yeah, two of those things. As. Yeah, yeah, I mean he's a criminal, I guess. All right, he's he a, wants yeah. he wants Mason's computer chip that he only has one of. It's this one of a kind. Thing. It's like you can just make a copy of it. It's not like the Correct. fucking platinum chip in New Vegas where there's only one in the world. Like just fucking like make a copy of it. Anyway, this, um, this is one of those ones. Like again, we're like like they were just like if if you dispute that, it'd be like would well, be something else that 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 was one of a yeah. kind. Like, yeah, exactly. well, but also this is the time like, where like, yeah. yeah, this is also when like the net came out. Also the time where they were like, it's almost lunch. He's after uh, a computer yeah. chip. All right, let's I go. Mean, mm-hmm. It, it could have just been the schematics for the rocket, whatever. Anyway, so the, he has this rocket called the Peace Finder that can shoot down any missile anywhere in the world. It looks closer to a massage toy, and massage in quotation marks. You mean Sex a, a dildo? Just <laughs> dildo. Well, so they wouldn't—they wouldn't market it as just an outright dildo. They would out—they would market it as a personal massage. Yeah, a personal massage. Yeah, you know, yeah. get okay. your shoulders exactly. and your back. That's what yeah. I'm trying to say. Yeah, have have a picture of a lady doing like the side of her leg, like oh. Yeah, it certainly it's... does not look like something that would shoot down another missile. After a hard game of squash, I like to put this massager on my on my muscle areas and not my lab labius. Um, so... Put it on my thigh. I certainly won't move any higher. No, definitely not. <laughs> definitely not. I don't even know what's up there. Um, so all right. it's just awful. So, and he breaks right. the toy. Yeah, the other two leave. And Hulk Hogan, like a six-year-old, has to like go like... With yeah, he's, rocket. Make, he's swooshing it around and he's making swooshy noises, rocket yeah. sound. And But at the same time, he's like, he's trying to talk to these guys like he knows what microchips are. Well, and that, that's that part in like where they were... Um, in No Holds Barred, when they were like, all right, here's the part where we have to, like, Speak have someone say he's an idiot oh, and then oh, show that he he's really cultured. Right, but it just makes him sound more stupid because he's yeah. doing it in his Hulk Hogan voice where he's just like, oh, dude. Oh, yeah. And he's I, clearly, uh, like, reading a cue card. Right. Yeah, he, like, this man yeah, I know my line. off of a car. Yeah. Uh, Microchips are a thing that are good. They have computers. Computer chip. I can sound. tell you what microchips are made of, and it certainly didn't take me 50 takes to remember these lines. Please listen to more <laughs> fart rock. And um, yes, by this yes. point, you also realize that everyone in the movie is fucking phoning this in. Yes. No exceptions. It's, it's, no, no, no. What? Uh, George Jefferson is okay, like yeah. actually acting. Yeah, okay. Uh, no, never mind, never mind. You are which, right. Sure. Which makes it almost more sad. Yeah, Sherman Helmsley is trying his hardest. To oh, and one other we haven't quite mm, gotten to yet. Yeah. Um, okay, so now, yeah, we get some more rough stuff. Um, 
I will say, also, let's not forget this is a 4 a.m. podcast all-stars here. Mm-hmm. We got Hulk from No from Holds Bar. Mm-hmm. What's that? The guy from My Cousin Vinny. Which guy? Um, the, the dad is the, the attorney. Oh, from My yeah, Cousin yeah, Vinny yeah. Also, Stubbs. the Muppet movie. In the Muppet movie, yeah. yeah, that's true. What was he in the Muppet movie? He was the son of the frog legs guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. The, the yeah. one that was kind yeah. of friendly to him. And uh, Buster Poindexter from Scrooge. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. Okay. I just need. I just need a minute. <laughs> all right. So uh, he gets to the house. Yep. We meet the nanny that's supposed to be like the reason why he agreed to do this because he was like, all I'm gonna do is be a bodyguard. I don't have to be a nanny. Wrong. And uh, yeah, the nanny is straight up home alone. It's just straight up like Marv's heads on fire running out of the house. Yep. Um. Yeah, dunks her head in the swim in the fat one outside and runs off. Uh, so I just want to say, um, and you can put me on the record for this one. Fuck them kids. Fuck, fuck them fucking kids. kids. The, the whole movie, I'm like, can someone just beat these fucking kids? Like, I don't like violence towards children, really. I mean, it's not my thing. <laughs> but like, these kids needed something. But these oh, aren't yeah. even like they're not even children. They're like little. They're just Monsters. adults in little bodies yeah. that think they're better than they are and and this is the problem that we if i can speak for my brother since we're apparently both the same person this is the problem that we inherently have with 90s movies mm-hmm. with kids in them because they're they're just the it's the freaking too cool for school we know everything we're radical we're extreme kind of like we know all this lingo these these this stereotype child part um that drives me so up the wall that i just i just want to like punch this child in the face compare it to like Uh, kids in the 80s movies like like um the kids in the goonies or like newt or something like that where you know they're like they're still do they're handling themselves they're they're like taking care of business in the movie but they're dumb kids yeah they're not they're not tiny adults that have everything figured out and are always just like i'm so radical Right. It's it's normal kids that are like, I found myself in this situation. Let's figure it out. No, yeah. it's, I'm too good for this. I'm gonna, this movie might end with me doing a rap. Just be aware of that. Yeah. <laughs> but we also have the thing of, we are trying to go off, the, this is one of those ones that's trying to ape off the success of Home Alone. But the difference is, with Home Alone, he set a bunch of traps that could kill adults and probably should have but those were for criminals trying to break into his house these kids are doing yep. it to people that are supposed to be looking after them right yeah they're and, shit uh, what like a uh, they're shit. Child. The kids are shit. Yeah. yeah oh they yeah suck. they're awful not only that but like brian said with the you know somebody needs to do something they want it in a freakish way <laughs> they really and, do yeah even even 80s <laughs> kids me, Daddy. that are yeah. that are shitty like like the kid from problem child it's still it was always like okay he had a somewhat valid reason for what he did he always just took it way too far yeah. but like this they're just like yeah i bet you want to torture me now yeah and like, but like even, goes, even problem child it was never like a <laughs> You're an adult. You wouldn't understand, like, a wink yeah. at the camera. It was always like a, I'm just a little shit. That's how I'm raised. I don't know. I'll probably learn a lesson. No, well, these are just, like, aw- awful asshole children. Well, yeah, also, with Problem Child, it was like a, 
I'm going to try and be your friend. Oh, you think I'm poor and you're going to make fun of me. So I'm going to, you know, kill your dog. It, it's messed up, <laughs> but like he did it with a reason. Yeah. These kids are just like, dad won't pay attention to us. So we're going to murder all our nannies and set the house on fire. Yeah. But they should have bodies. Legit. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah I agree. I totally agree. Um, and that's where we get exposition. The cook. Mm-hmm. I forgot house? her name. I don't know her name, her, but I know she's just the one love. that like yeah, she's the love. one that like spouts exposition. Like mm-hmm. she's the only one that you get like storyline from. So I'm like, all right, all right, that's your name. Fucking fat chat foul right out the gate. He comes in the kitchen, sees the apple pie, and he starts like digging in this thing like a goddamn animal. <sighs> oh my I god, mean, I almost start, threw up. He's, I mean, he's <laughs> trying to like he's trying I'm to get the fourth base with it. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. like. <laughs> Almost provocatively trying to devour this pie. I, and, I was a little worried this was going to end like American Pie. Yeah, and honestly, this woman swinging a cleaver at him was a justified reaction. Oh, yeah. How Which, he went at this thing. I will admit, I'll admit this right now. Uh, there are two major halves to this movie. And in this first half, about where we are now, I was actually kind of enjoying it. Because between uh, 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 Mr. Jefferson there and Mother Love... Basically just shitting on Hulk Hogan. I was actually laughing a little. And the kids calling him like, why'd you bring this Frankenstein? Not even the kids. The kids sucked. They were assholes. Their delivery was awful. Yeah, but Mother Love being like, don't fucking touch my pie. I was aiming to cut your hand off. You're a big freaking weirdo. Put this on the shelf. I was like, all right, I'm enjoying that. Yeah, I liked her. I liked her and I liked Bert. And that's pretty much it for the whole movie. The other legitimate laugh for me was the, uh, you know, can you shut my stove off for me? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. why can't you do it? Because my head will be in there. I was like, yeah, <laughs> in a kid's picture. Yay. But yeah. I was laughing. <laughs> is this a kid's so, picture? Who is this movie for? Uh, it's got to be kids. It's not appropriate for anyone. Yeah. Like I said, so, when I was a kid, when I was 13 years old, I liked this movie. So this is clearly one of those ones where it's being written by people who do not understand anything of, that they are writing about. Like, it, it, you know, it, it's um like we're going to make a quasi-kids movie uh, and, you know, we'll do, a, we'll do a troubled relationship with the father thing and, like... Oh, it's so ham-fisted and yeah, so awful. exactly. Um, so, now, the, uh, like, he goes to his room, um, Hulk Hogan, you know, his character's name is Sean. And uh, the room's booby trapped. He sets off a tripwire that just knocks him over. And then he follows it to the uh, to the closet and just opens the closet standing right in front of it like an idiot and gets hit in the head with a bowling ball. And I was like, good, there's a lawsuit. Get all your money you need from the dad. Movie <laughs> over. I'm glad no. that's where you were because I was yeah. like, what year did this come out? 93? Mm-hmm. Okay, the ball's on this movie. Yeah, Home Alone came out three years prior, and you're using the exact same shit. That's the, the first half of this movie is just Home Alone gags, yeah. and I'm like, but it worked. What that movie should work in this movie. Yeah, yeah it should work. Oh it yeah, should. you want yeah. me to list off the five other movies that did the same damn thing? But no, because tell, I wouldn't watch those either. You can tell this part of the original outline of the script just said Hulk Hogan gets hurt by Home Alone style right. gimmicks. Yeah. Like it just it parentheses Home Alone and then that's it. Just yeah. the whole half I'm of only shocked. I'm only shocked nothing hit him in the balls. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. there probably is one scene where it happened. Like yeah, one, did not one have a lot of no no problem. I'm guessing he had that in his contract or something like 
you can hit me in the face all you want, but nobody punches me in the yeah. balls. <laughs> I'm not even gonna go over like individually all the stupid pranks they play. I'm just gonna say it's a bunch of home alone shenanigans. It yeah. doesn't matter. Yep. It doesn't matter. And like all eventually right. he's like going to the father and he's like, You should really tell your children that you love them because being a dad is the hardest job there is. Well, wait, wait. Da, 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 yeah. I do want to cover two <laughs> things. Uh, since you brought it up, I, I also want to mention that uh, the dad gets interrupted when he pulls fucking Teletran 1 out of his pocket. What mm-hmm. the hell is that shit? Uh, yeah. Uh, but. The future! Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> I have a fax. Um, but yeah, they, they legit. Yeah, they, they pull a bunch of dumb tricks, but at one point they straight up try to electrocute him. Yeah, they try to kill this motherfucker because they even say, "Oh, don't worry, it's not high enough to kill him." And the girl says, "Turn it up." Yeah, Mm -hmm. like what the fuck? She is going to uh, be a straight up nympho when she gets older, and uh... plus the dude sits on glass. What the? Um, Okay, I'm not sure where we made that leap, but But she's gonna yeah, she's gonna demand people choke her out. Yep, and uh, let's. Punch her in the face. Oh, oh yeah, no, no, they're both, both those kids are sadists, definitely. Yeah. Oh yeah, but I mean, yeah. like you know, during or, or masochists, I should say. Well, yeah. Like they, after after yeah, the prank, and sadists, yeah. After I'm, the prank, they destroy this gym and they stand there and say, "Hey, Daddy, we destroyed this place. Are you gonna punish us now?" Right. Yeah. Because like, Sean's okay. All this stuff that you broke can be fixed. What do you like? Okay, so all they want is just dad to, to go over there and uh, lay down the law. They and want he's to be spanked. They uh, want to be spanked. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, dad's yeah. like, I, energy. I gotta go to uh, Alabama and defend this Ralph Macchio. And... What's weird, though, is like, why didn't Hulk Hogan just start yelling at the kids at this point? Like, when he has all day alone with them? Because he's so refined. But it's, well, it's like, I would be like, look, kids, here's the deal. Your father ain't going to believe a damn thing that you say that I did to you. True. <laughs> and uh, yeah. if you, you guys put one more trap in here, I'm going to kick you so hard you're going to leave the ground. And Well, I, I will say in the, the, the first part of the movie, he's convinced that they're going to hire another nanny. To, so, yep. he, so that's not, that's not that's his true. job. That's true. You're right. He's just biding his time. He's that is biding his time. It's not, not like, all you got to do is make sure these kids don't die. That's all like, that's the all kid, it's, like, it's like prison rules, though. Hulk Hogan <laughs> should go up and just punch the kids each one time as hard as he can. No, no. He doesn't even need to punch them. Just grab them by their shirt collars and lift them into the no, air. He, he needs to punch yeah. them. Not in the face, but like he needs to punch like right to the solar plexus. Actually, yeah, if there was just one scene of Hulk Hogan screaming at the top of his lungs while holding each kid by their collars and spinning them around. And imagine the shot where you could see both kids' faces and like their legs flailing in the back. <laughs> and Hulk just going like, Aah. Or you know what you do? No, this is what you no. do. You you What's threaten that? them while grabbing them by their shirt collars and lifting them up, but you do it in a room with a ceiling fan and just get them a little too close to that fan. Uh, That'll have, freak those kids out. You could or, have had a throwback to uh, No Holds Barred where like one of them poops themselves and he's like, <laughs> What's that smell? Dookie! Boiling acid! <laughs> well, you, I mean, well, the funny thing is, we. Uh, by the point he finally does take charge with these kids, I gotta imagine they'd be shitting themselves anyway, because we don't we see it from this uh, a side shot 
because I imagine it would scare people too much if they did it from uh, behind the children. But when he comes out of that pool coated in red dye with seaweed or I don't leaves, mm. whatever the fuck that was. Mm-hmm. Like if you saw a front view of that face screaming at you cover like all red like that, I I gotta imagine they'd shit themselves. Here's what you should do. He should he should like because his hands are big enough, just put his hand completely around their throats and just start squeezing. And just, like, get up real close and be like, your dad doesn't know you're alive. He sure as hell won't know when you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then just let him go. Yep. Um, I'll replace right. you like I'm, that. I'm, just, I'm now just picturing, like, the scene where, like, he's in the closet with his hand over the girl's mouth. And the doll oh, is in geez. the bed. And the dad just says goodnight to the doll. And he's like, see how easily it could be gotten rid of. So... Exposition Chef explains to them that, um, you know, their their mom died two years ago, and it's been really weird since then. Um, and Hulk Hogan's like, okay, I get it now. And then we cut to the villain, Mr. Oh, Thanatos. God. Fuck. <laughs> you got Buster Poindexter with a oh, chrome head, that, that weird-ass mouth. He's like in Hulk Hogan cosplay almost. Yep, and um, he's talking to the the head of security at Mason's outfit and he's like all right let's just go steal this chip and um his head vibrates and it gives him migraines his head of security Ted Reich yeah um so now we cut to back to Alex's room which legit looks kind of cool for a kid's room in the 80s like he's got like the whole like solar system thing going on all the stars and lots of inventions get a bunch of cool models and some inventions yeah it's listening to some like nasty uh metal crazy thrash metal um but like like pg version of thrash metal yeah it's still not as bad as the thrash metal that tony stark was listening to in the first iron man but Mm -hmm. it's pretty bad it's like I mean, I think it, it might have been too early for, like, Christian thrash metal, but it's it's in that tier. No, it wasn't too early. This is just right around. The, it could have been uh, Striper. Or, or Wasp. Or Wasp. Is Wasp one? I didn't know. I don't know about Wasp. I think Wasp. Wasp is the bl- <laughs> wait. Wait. The Striper the black and yellow one? I thought, yes, Striper is oh, the okay. black and yellow one. I, I might have thought they were called Wasp. No, <laughs> no that would be funny. But it no. would Stri- make sense. Yes. It, it, Striper would be the one I was I think Striper is the one that does to hell with the devil. That, that yep. Moment? All right. So anyway, uh, what the hell is even happening now? Uh, okay. So now we get the obligatory Hulk Hogan uh, in his underwear scene. Um, underwear? You mean a tiny little freaking washcloth that he's wearing? No, this is when he goes to go to bed. Oh, okay, yeah. And um, he, uh, something happens. I don't think glued his sheets down Humble or something. He just happened. puts his oh, yeah. leg. Humble I don't know. Who cares? Short, short sheeted him. All right. Yeah, next day, so. he has to go to, um, he has to drive the kids to school and stay with uh, Katie, the younger girl, in school. So you get the shot of Hulk Hogan sitting at the desk, which this scene could have been fun. You could have had like a junior sort of vibe going here if you put effort into it. Could've. But they did. Yeah. That's not what we get. We just get Katie being an absolute shit to her teacher. And this, like, Word. discount Yardley Smith-looking teacher fucking throwing <laughs> him out of the classroom, sending him to the principal's office. Aww. Yeah, Where you find out that, like, Sean used to be the he- the king of detention in this school. <laughs> and his initials are on the bench outside the principal's office. When he pulls him up to school, he's like, wait, this is my old school. 
<laughs> because he had no cognitive response driving the entire way there. Well, he wouldn't. He refused to wear their chauffeur hat until they made him. But um, this is also the beginning of the. Why the fuck is this all weirdly connected for no apparent reason? Yeah, it doesn't pay off. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Long story short, like the principal comes out, is like, oh, it's big man. I won't discipline this girl and send her back to class. Like, like all these kids want is to be punished, and everyone is too afraid to do it. Yeah. Um. So he comes home, and I assumed the scene where he takes them home and he walks inside and rips the hat up. I assumed those gardeners were going to attack the kids. Because did you see them actually, like, with the leaf blowers? I don't know uh, what they're actually doing, but it looked like zombies holding leaf blowers and just <laughs> staggering around. I assumed there were goons going to attack the kids and we were going to get a fight scene right there. I think it probably I mean, like, in all fairness, mm-hmm. they, they were like, what do you want us to do? And the director was like, just, you know, leaf blow. They're like, yeah, there are no leaves around, anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's like, don't worry, the leaf blower's not even going to be on. Like it's and like California in yeah. <laughs> in June. What well, was, what leaves? That would work if they're in the background, but they're they're more in front of the camera than Hulk Hogan is for half the scene. <laughs> to like to the point where like they're definitely the scene is calling attention to them and nothing happens with that. He goes in, he rips up a hat. Um so now the kids put an electromagnet in the weight bench in the gym and make him do a bunch of funny sped up scenes why say funny it's in quotation marks don't worry um this scene would have killed somebody yeah yeah like under one like the magnet couldn't be possibly be be real but like if it were real Mm -hmm. they would have killed somebody so now hulk hogan puts on the tiniest of towels Uh and um, goes into the shower and to be to be real guys uh if if we had seen like we just saw john lovitz's dick uh in the last movie Mm. If I had seen Hulk Hogan's dick in this one, that's it. Mo- movie over. I would not have completed this project. This, this would we thing. have to have given William a refund? Yeah, we might have. Or you just guys, the guys would just had to explain the movie to me. Speaking mm. of, uh, are, are you okay there, Rob? No, I'm not okay. Like yeah. I'm dying inside right now. Yeah, you're kind of falling away there. Yeah. yeah. No, Rob and Will have both been struggling to like find a comfortable position to discuss this episode. And I yeah. cannot blame them. Because, yeah. um, all right, so now Hulkster gets electrocuted. He gets the, the shower head, flies off and hits him. Who cares? Um, the cook refers to him as Pucker Butt. <laughs> I forgot why. Um, he, and was then, like, he was like, uh, um, don't tell. Uh, oh, he was like, uh, who, who are you going to tell that, that I was scared? And she was like, everybody, Pucker Butt. Yeah. So then, like, the uh, Mr. Mason comes home. The gym is destroyed. The kids are like, look what we did. We almost killed Sean and destroyed your workout room. And he's like, oh, well, Sean's okay, and this can be fixed, and I'm really busy. And the kids are like, you want to torture us? And he's like, no. <laughs> and um, and then he leaves. Please. And uh, so now we're, we cut to a heist at Mason Enterprises, where um, the, uh, the chief of security here is supposed to have the code for the safe. Uh, he do- turns out his code doesn't work. So we see this random, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger ripping off guy. Who you could tell the director just said, do the Schwarzenegger voice. And he rips the safe out of the wall and then rips the door off of the safe. Sure. Why um, not? Why not? Yeah. And then, so 
uh, Thanatos freaks out, has a migraine, and then um, the chief of security's like, all right, so we'll get it. You know, it's got to be at the house. But, you know, this has to look convincing that, you know, I was I was here and I tried to stop you. So he looks at the um, like one of the other guys in the entourage is like, can you just give me like a love tap on the chin? And then the big the big German guy's like, no, I'll do it. And he just fucks up Frank over here, the security guy. Um, We see later on that Frank for the rest of the movie is in this weird ass (laughs) like um, crazy like Marilyn Manson video looking apparatus. Okay. And then what, is, what even happens next? When I think of oh. a weird Marilyn Manson apparatus, I don't think of that. No, it's like the, the dental work he had in one of his videos. I'm okay. Yeah. I was thinking of that like weird really? Ken, Ken doll suit. Mm-hmm. No, earlier. Earlier Marilyn Manson. Oh, okay. Manson. All right. Yeah. Um, all right. So uh, what even happens now? Okay. So oh, we, we meet we... the kids that play the bullies in every movie are here to bully Alex and Hulk Hogan's just like, fuck him. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> and then the daughter's like, I, ah, ha, they bullied you. I do kind of wish that like, like he had actually beat these kids up like, or like, you know, scared them away. And then like, they came back next week and were even worse on, on the, on the, on the little, little kid <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> to where he had to do it himself that time. Like I, I, I wish that happened. To the, I will say this is one other point where I did kind of get a little chuckle from the girl with the, you know, don't pick on him. He's very sensitive right now. Fuck you, loser. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, See what I mean? But, <laughs> yeah, but like, it is a thing of you had no trouble trying to kill fucking Hulk Hogan. Why is this little mullet piece of shit a problem for you? Yeah. Yeah. Like you would think he would have tried some sort of anti-bully countermeasure by now. Yeah. But anyway, so on the after like they get they come home. Katie and Alex have a little conversation. Katie's like, yo, I actually kind of like this guy. Maybe we shouldn't, you know, be so shitty to him. Totally Alex, undeserved. Yep. Uh, Alex is like, okay, how about this? We get him the uh, the pit of blood. If he survives that, then we'll call a truce. Um, and, like, of all the things they do to him, like, this is probably the least dangerous. I don't know why, I mean, if he survives that. Like, I, if you've dunked me in a pool and cover me in red food coloring i'd be upset but if you hit me with a bowling ball i'd be concussed and i would never come back so i don't know if you try to electrocute me in the shower yeah, yeah. i i think That's i would kill you and possibly be justified in self-defense at that point yeah if you so me on the stairs at the top step yeah <laughs> I mean, not to not to just skip stuff, but I mean, none of this is important. <laughs> well, we get one, one. We get the turning point of the film. Uh, sure. <laughs> in that he falls in the pit of blood. He's now dyed red and covered in seaweed, which looks kind of like viscera. And he um, he does legit look scary, and he just yells at the kids, and the kids are like, "Yay!" Like it's Thank like me, Daddy. It's like a um the scene in uh remember the uh the cell when that guy's like cranking Vince Vaughn's intestines out on a little crank and Vince Vaughn's screaming in pain and he's like so happy with himself. The yeah. you know the kids are like that. They're like, oh yay, we got yelled at. Um, so then like their dad comes home and is like, you know, look at uh, you know, look at us, Dad. We're we're being punished. Uh, isn't this great? Dad's like, oh uh, okay. I'm going to go. It's yeah. great. I don't care about any of you. Yeah. 
But now the kids are, instead of trying to, to defeat Hulk Hogan, now they're working with him. So Alex wants to, you know, learn how to be tough. And he wants to freaking hump a weight trying to pick it up. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, you know, he gets a lesson on a basic wrestling stance from uh, from Hulk Hogan. And then, um, you know, you get the, the scene, which was absolutely like the poster for the movie, where uh, Katie wants... Um, Hulk Hogan to dance ballet with her and have like a tea party and all that. So you get your obligatory Hulk Hogan in a tutu. So like this part, uh, I think uh, um 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 Bert shows up and makes fun of him in his tutu, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, motherfuckers are wrestler. They wore leotards all the fucking time. Yeah, like, how yeah. is this any different? This is like, probably one of the more dignified things yeah. he's had on. Hulk like, Hogan, at, least, at least this is dicks covered up. You know, <laughs> at <laughs> least. Hogan went to what? war in a pair of yellow underwear and a tank top, which he ripped in half as soon as he got to the ring. Ugh. You know, he had like baby boots and elbow pads on and knee pads. And that's, that was Hulk Hogan. Like he doesn't care about a tutu. And also didn't Goldberg pretty much wear the same outfit? Yeah. Goldberg had the, his changed because um, he had the little, like um, if they were ladies underwear, they would be called boy shorts. Like they were almost boxer briefs, but it was a, it was a battle every week whether or not his bulge was lower than his his like little legs on his his undies. Oh, okay. Anyway, uh, so he's in this tutu. Yep. And the bad guys show up. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, actually, we skipped a part because Bert is now uh, here. Okay. Yeah, Bert's here. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Bert's well, okay, here. So he and say... the cook are in love for no reason other than they're the two black characters in the movie. So and that is the only love, part of this movie that I give any kind of shit about. Yeah, because those two are trying. They're the only two likable characters in the entire movie. Yeah, and um, so I liked that. That's fine. Um, but now uh, we also we got a flashback to how the two, like how Bert and Sean know oh, Mr. God. Thanatos, and this of course they do. Yeah, for no reason. Well, that's how you know Bert took a bullet for uh, for Sean. So you know how we have to find out how we can't just leave that in that let like. Okay, at some point in the wrestling business, someone took a bullet for someone else. Like that's not the first time that that's happened. Um, like so, I will. It would have been great that? if like the bullet he took was like he dropped his own gun and it shot him. Yeah, and said, yeah. <laughs> like it's some bullshit. Like <laughs> so, um, we cut back to you know basically like uh, Sherman Helmsley looks the same, but Hulk Hogan has like. The full, like, head of hair, blonde mullet wig. And this thing is glorious that he's wearing. Oh, I want this wig so bad. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) it like, his multitude is at Ted. But the show is quickly stolen by freaking Thanatos that walks in with, like, if you took all of the hair from all of the members of KISS and put it on one person, it's basically (laughs) what Thanatos is rocking here. Like, watching this movie, I, I had to look at how old Hogan was when he made this movie. Cause this motherfucker got like no hair. It's just like it's it's just like comb over city and, and long. It's long in the back and nothing else anywhere else. Well, and Hogan, I'm like it's been this way for a while for him in his career. Yeah. It was early he lost his hair. Like yeah. he's he just turned forty when when he made his movie. Wow, he's yeah, fucking I, my age in his movie. Like holy shit. I think his WWF career, like his entire career, he already had lost the hair. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So he uh. Uh, we, we're now like fully like we're adding to this whole dimension of oh how he just happens to be connected to Thanatos who just happens to be the guy trying to uh, you know yeah. like attack this family and these kids and 
but we're 50 minutes into an hour and 20 minute long movie. Like, it's too late, guys. It's almost yeah. like it takes a shift from Home Alone to be trying to be almost like a James Bond movie or something, like set up that Sean Armstrong is this like badass superhero and that the Thanatos guy is like a James Bond villain when actually he's just like a two-bit hustler, you know? Yeah, but if you want to, even if you want to do this, as weird as it is, when you open this movie and he's having night terrors on the dock, it should have been about this moment when he almost got shot. Yeah. No, exactly. That would have made some sense. No, I'm saying it's just like a, like you said, it's a, a tone shift. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Well, yeah, this is when we start to enter movie number two. Like, it's mm-hmm. much darker and it's definitely not for children. Yeah. So Thanatos tries to gun them down. Um, you know, he fi- he gets one bullet off before his gun jams. Yeah. And Jefferson then Hulk- humps his leg. Yep. Uh, Hulk Hogan chases <laughs> after after Thanatos. And Thanatos basically kicks his own ass in the scene and falls off a roof into an empty swimming pool. And that's why he lost his glorious hair and uh, is replaced with a metal, like, skull cap. Yeah. Huh. Um, it's no goddamn sense. Yep. All right. So uh, by this point, um, what's the Mason has realized that he's like, oh, I should probably tell my kids that I love them. And, you know, talk to them. So he he does. And he takes Katie's dolly and puts the microchip in that. So that's an important point for later. What's, what's funny is he didn't even realize he had to talk to him. Like Hulk Hogan told he him. He had to be told, yeah. Um, hey, yeah. You know how your kids weirdly keep destroying stuff and attacking people and then begging for you to punish them? Maybe, I don't know, talk to them? Tell them you yeah. love them? Do something? The one thing that I will... I will give them credit for at least this this actor that um that plays Mason. At least he look he conveys that he's like, oh shit, I have I am that far gone with my own children that like some random asshole I brought in my house has to tell me that like I'm a terrible father. And at least it appears that he has realized he's like, I done fucked up. I mean, it could have been done a lot better, but at least that's yeah. conveyed. So um now like Oh, okay. So Mason does have to leave, though. He's got to go on this important trip to get the microchip to um, Washington so they can, you know, start making these peacemaker missiles. And um, so he he leaves with his his guy, Frank. And um, Frank, his index card game is on point here because Frank can no longer talk because of the headgear he has on. But um, he has prepared index cards already anticipating everything that uh, Mason is going to say. And um, th- basically, he reveals that he's in on the plan after they're driving in the, the limo together. And then Mason, like, super overacts. And he's like, you fool! He'll get rid of you the moment that you're not useful to him anymore. And, like, uh, Frank's like, we'll see about that. And immediately, the big German guy's like, ejector seat, and yep. Frank's out of the movie. And I just want to point out how shitty Frank is at his job. Because if he's been working for fucking Thanatos this whole time, there were plenty of opportunities for him to just fucking take the chip. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. he didn't need to go through all this, this song and dance to, to hire a shitty bodyguard. He just took the fucking chip. For that matter, yeah. hey, I need to hire a bodyguard to look after my kids. Uh, how about I hire this Australian guy or whatever, this Schwarzenegger-looking motherfucker? Um, yeah, I mean, you have plenty of opportunity to just make, like, a copy of the chip or, like, yeah. a... A, you know the dummy of the chip it doesn't yeah so so yeah uh i will no. say though i think that was the last laugh for me was the uh 
Yeah, like, he, when he kept having the cards. Um, and and I like, think, oh yeah, you really thought this through. And I think the laugh was more so just because this movie's abrupt, rapid pace editing of each scene we're talking about is like only 30 seconds long. Oh, yeah. So like suddenly the guy's just like boom, right out of the car. And I was like, holy fuck. Like it was more it surprised me, I guess, than got a laugh. But Oh um, no, for me it was I mean more uh when what's his name was like, Oh, you really thought all this through with all these cards. Well done. Yeah, or whatever well, he says. I'm pretty sure that was the actor just being just making fun of the creative process of the movie. It probably was, which is why <laughs> yeah. I found it funny. <laughs> um so now we get the scene where like like Hulk Hogan is playing nanny with Katie. And so I've waited a long time for a fight scene. And I thought that, you know, it would be a bad fight scene. But, you know, how, like some of the fights in No Holds Bad, I'm No Holds Barred were bad, but they were still fun. Kind of. Uh, OK, at least in the sense of you're like, wow, look at this crazy thing that's going on, at least, you know, in a spectacle sense. Um, this fight is just bad. Like, yeah, everything is just bad. All the fights. Yeah. This movie is dialogue. Bad. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking the kid's haircut. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's just bad. So the singing, the, yeah. the music is just atrocious. The fucking, um, the guys from, um, what's his name? Thanatos' guys come in and, um, they knock the door down. One of them has a gun and like... I guess he just fails, like he botches his initiative roll, because he doesn't get to go. He just stands there and holds the gun, and Hulk Hogan just moves the gun out of the way and takes that guy out of the fight. Then fucking, like, um, they beat the hell out of uh, out of uh, Sherman Helmsley and the cook, you know, throw the cook in the closet. And now you're like, all right, well, Hulk, um, the kid, like, electrifies the, the martial arts guy that they have with the electro wallet, and then... Hulk Hogan's facing off against the big German guy. You're like, all right, here we go. We got two big wrestler guys going to fight. We'll at least get something the quality of, like, an 80s wrestling match, which is still terrible, but, like, something. This fight just sucks. Like, there's no explanation for why Hulk Hogan can't hurt this dude. The guy just no-sells everything Hulk does, beats him up. Then the karate guy shows up and just beats up Hulk Hogan some more. And they leave him in a pile of sadness and take uh, take George Jefferson, leave the cook in the closet, take the kids, and go. And, like, Hulk Hogan just sucked. You're like, okay. And, yeah, so now we, we cut to, you know, uh, Thanatos has frickin', um, has uh, everyone at his, like, dock house or wherever his evil lair is. And um, the, uh, you know, he's torturing uh, Mason for the uh, the chip by it putting him in what appears to be milk. <laughs> it looked like the same place uh, the Mel Brooks character was torturing people in the Muppets. Mm. Um, uh, or like uh, the same place that uh, a big boy or whatever was torturing people. Not the bath. Not the bath. Yeah, and like the... Uh, some fights happen. Like, Hulk Hogan is like, I'm going to go get those kids. The cook gives him, like, a little pep talk. And, like, these fights all look like they were made up right on the spot. And there was no chance to, like, change anything or do anything else. They were just like, all right, well, I guess that's the plan then. We'll just do this one thing. Like, the fight in the boat where the guy, like, handcuffs Hulk Hogan to the steering wheel. But then he rips the steering wheel out. And the guy throws the anchor at him over the boat and takes himself out. And you're like... What, what, who planned the, who choreographed these fights? And it only gets worse when Hulk Hogan sneaks into Thanatos's lair. And like, he sneaks in, fights the German guy, fights the, 
like power slams the karate guy into some crates and um the german guy's like drowning him out like got a chain on him and is drowning him and then fucking uh he he remembers the wrestling flashbacks from earlier in the film sort of hulks up and just he doesn't really beat the German guy up. He just restrains him with chains and lifts him off the ground. And then we get probably the saddest point in the whole film is watching Thanatos fight Hulk Hogan <laughs> with <sighs> his like skull cap bull charge thing that he's doing. Well, that's what he does to every. He does it to his everybody. Yeah, he gets your moves with it pretty good. Hulk looks Hogan like has that, looks like that dinosaur from the Lost World. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hulk Hogan like, has a foot of height, a hundred pounds of muscle, and mu- meant like a whole lot of reach on this dude. The fact that this guy is just running at him with a steel head should mean nothing. The fact that it works is even worse. Yeah, and it's sad to watch. Like we're we're the movie's treating this like this guy's technique here is unbeatable. Like I'd rather watch Raul Julia in Street Fighter doing that like shitty flying thing at Van Damme <laughs> that he does. That yeah, looked more with- threatening. With then, terminal cancer, yeah. Yeah, with terminal cancer. <laughs> that looks more threatening than what we're getting here. Um, and so they, the de- father and son team up to convert a transformer into an electromagnet, which causes Thanatos to do like an uneven bars routine on it. As oh, wait, head quick side note. It. Yep. Let's not forget, I, I don't know if you caught the really, really bad stunt double for Mr. Jefferson there. But it looked like oh. Jaleel White was him at one point. But this was also when he was uh, firing the ropes off his hands with a AK-47. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. He fucking, yeah. How does that work? Yo, his his hands would have been, been gone. Yep. Yeah. Yep. The, the AK-47 would not have stayed there. Like for a hot minute, no. I thought he was like, "I'm done with this movie." He was gonna kill himself. You gonna Kurt Cobain on out of there? So, um, Thanatos basically spins around this bar and gets launched into space. Team Rocket blasts hey, off again. He, he gets electrocuted, as far as I can tell. Like I don't. No, know. but he spins around and then he slams through the roof through a yeah. skylight, and he's just gone. Like yeah. he just eyes up to a twinkle. Yep. And you Looks never like Team Rocket's that. blasting off again. Exactly. And then... The skull cap falls down. Yep. So, the microchip's safe. It's in Katie's dolly. Um, and then the movie just ends with... Um, Hulk's like, I'm gonna go now. I'm gonna leave everyone else here and drive off on my motorcycle. And Alex is like, don't worry. I'm making sure he stays here forever as a ghost. Because he fucking, like, goes flying off the motorcycle after this wire that he ties to it goes taut and the movie just ends with hulk hogan flying up into the air and it like freezes on that yep and starts playing the worst music you've ever imagined again <laughs> like close to three ninjas bad music and the fucking um like all right i guess hulk's dead good whatever and he's not even wearing a helmet yeah like come not. on you had that metal skull cap right there oh, dude. right there sweet. yeah make learn something from, out of that. learn from gary Busey. <sighs> so this movie is so bad, we had to give the advice learned from Gary Meese. Right. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and that's it, right? Like, we that's it, stop, yeah. We, then we get stop the talking song about again. this. It's yeah, a- we get the song again. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're going to have an intermission for some emails that we're going to read, and then we'll be back with our final thoughts. So we'll see you all in a bit. Everyone, it's email time. It's the time of the week we go through another email from one of our great listeners. 
Who is this this week, Rob? Uh, I believe this week it is our listener, William. William. Thank you, William. What are the odds? We love emails. Out of nowhere, this guy. All right, all right. I'll read this one, you guys. Okay, well, so this is um, related to the episode we did about Onward. The the, the line in the, 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 uh, yeah, the, the subject line was Onward Ho. Okay, great. Here we go. On a personal note, I'm surprised I didn't end up seeing this movie with my dad. I have a horrible track record of seeing movies with my dad where the dad has left the family either through death or abandoning the family. The best of my recollection, I have seen four movies with my dad, who I pretty much only saw once a year from 85 to 92, and only once every couple of years after that. And you thought your parents were weird. And you thought your parents were weird. Dead, thought abandoned through suicide, but actually murdered. Dante's Peak, abandoned. Titan A.E., abandoned and dead, but to be fair, he was creating a weapon that only his son could find and use to destroy the aliens that destroyed Earth. Then again, would they have attacked Earth if the weapon hadn't been created? Hmm, good, good, good question there. I remember liking Titan A.E. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think it was like... Uh, it's on the list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The only and... thing I remember about that movie is if you zoom in on one of the ships at the end coming back to the new Earth, it has Mr. T on it. And that's literally the only thing I can tell you about that movie. <laughs> <laughs> that's enough. Yeah. And also they saw together Atlantis, the Lost Empire, where the dad was dead. Yeah, I remember watching a lot of movies with... That's just a trope in, in movies, you know? Yeah, it really is. Especially dad's being dead i remember watching those movies with my dad and you know looking over and he's got a little tear in his eye i feel like that's kind of a common common yeah, fucking disney movie you can't have both parents dead. yeah yeah mickey mouse came to us and said you only get one <laughs> if that if that all right rob ends the episode with saying go hug your dad unless he's a bad person i'm honestly very conflicted about my dad he, he's that person in the family who's had an amazing life someone they could make a movie about if they never mentioned the family he was never a part of Bet that can be said for a lot of uh, a lot of cicadas out there. Yeah, the cicadas are green. Uh, he <clears throat> stated at four years old he wanted to be a pilot and he became one. He quit school and left home at sixteen. He's dyslexic, but no one was aware of that until he was thirteen. So everyone assumed he was goofing off or being lazy in school. Hitchhiked across the country multiple times. Worked as a janitor at a strip club. <laughs> where he was also the in-house preacher, certified by mail, where he told services for all the employees on Sunday so that the owner of the club could write off the property on his taxes as a house of worship. Wow. That's <laughs> pretty ingenious. That's what your dad did, Will, right? Yeah, exactly. That's what he's still doing. Still doing? <laughs> Flew a Cessna 180. I think it was from Chicago to England using only visual flight rules in the mid-80s. No GPS. Uh, uh, stated it was his life goal to fly for Jacques Cousteau and managed it at 27. Long-haul trucker, flew an experimental aircraft for a French filmmaker around the world a few times, flew for National Geographic around South America, sunk an airplane in Alaska but got everyone out safely, helped rescue an Indonesian fisherman who was lost at sea, flew supplies to Inuit tribes in the Aleutian Islands, didn't have the gas to get to Minneapolis from Chicago, so he put a piece Hold of on, tape I, over the gauge I, so he couldn't see it. I just want to give Will a shout out for pronouncing Aleutian correctly, because my, my dumb ass was like, Elu, Elu, what? Aleutian. Aleutian. That's that song, right? Aleutian. His dad's also a cancer survivor and is still flying in the Caribbean at 64. Wow, that's a lot of stuff. It's a lot of stuff. 
So are you calling my dad a failure because he didn't survive cancer, William? Is that Sorry, my dad oh, never helped okay, the Inuits. <laughs> also, oh, I think I think William's dad solved the energy crisis by putting the the tape over the gas gauge. Yes, and the definitely. car just didn't use gas. Right, that's, <laughs> that's exactly. how that works. Yeah. That's what I do with the check engine light. So, yeah. Yeah, really... I mean, that's a proven fact that that works. <laughs> All right. Uh, and other Listen, things I'm sure I'm don't, forgetting. Don't do cases if we don't test. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And you don't gain weight if you don't weigh yourself. That's right. That's my theory, as I have um, a cookie right now. Like I said, an amazing life, but for the last 20 years, he's been promising to come out to California to visit. He still hasn't been out here. But I can either be angry at him for his parental failures, or I can accept him for who he is and let the past be the past. Life is unfair. Not everyone is a great parent or even cut out to be a parent. So like I said, conflicted, but I'll still give him the hug next time I see him, whenever that is. I feel like that's a mature response, you know. Yeah. And also, uh, William, I hope it's okay that we're reading this. I mean, you sent it to our email address, and yeah. you know how this works. So I hope it's cool that we're reading it out. But Perhaps uh, we should check on that next time. He sounds like a really cool guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe he just should have been around more. Yeah. All right, so after that is now the um, kind of the commentary on the, the episode. So it's going to be a bit plotty. Um, Polly Shore, Brian, if you want it, I'll request it. Although I don't expect Rob... To share this message. Ha, we tricked him, William. He's mm. the message is out there. Snuck it in there. Ha, Rob didn't read it. Ha. You, you can't stop the signal. Barley is a LARPer, live action role play, or maybe he's in the SCA, Society for Creative Anachronism. The people who put on Renaissance fairs every month and take them very seriously. I attended an SCA event once. I actually thought it was really neat, but it was too much for me. Yeah, we have well, LARPers yeah. in I'm our group. LARP. I've LARPed before. Yeah, we yeah. know LARP. Like, LARPers, yeah. Are, yeah, we, we know what that is. for three you know years. It, it I LARP was... every once in a while when the wife's gone. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah I got Energy bolt, energy bolt, energy bolt. I would actually be interested in the SCA in that world i the sea always struck me as like you know fit like fantasy well it, it's like people who are interested in everything that's not fun in works of fantasy <laughs> lightning bolt lightning bolt yeah <laughs> okay were you gonna your lawn mode or something that's not on my end no that's that's me Oh, okay. Yep, the neighbor just right when we started this just decided it's lawnmower time. <laughs> you know, that's okay. It's one of those things. Damn it, it's Joe. All right, controversial thought. The dad was dying of cancer in the movie, right? Question mark. Um, I don't know. It's never explored. He was dying of he was dying of Disney, I believe. Yeah. Disney cancer. Yeah, yeah Disneyitis. Mouse he aids. Had a, um, um, uh, MacGuffinitis. <laughs> he had mouse aids. <laughs> that's, also that's known as the, the official Black title. Plague. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he wrote a letter for when his youngest son reached the age of sixteen, and nothing else. No letters for when Barley hit sixteen. No letters for either boys telling them how much he loved them or to not be sad or anything like that. Just a letter. Hey, when Ian turns 16, here's a gem and a spell that will bring me back to life for 24 hours. Finn. What a complete asshole. Parentheses, pardon my French. Right, let me okay, stop William. You okay, so William. Any more language like that and you're not going to be getting your emails read. <laughs> so so here's, my, here's my thought on <laughs> Motherfucker. The Remember reason... you're writing to Captain America right, here. Everyone shut up. I'm talking. So <laughs> No one cares. <laughs> I know. I'll mute all of you. No, but so I think the point there is that when his youngest son turned 16, that means both of his sons are of age. 
And he wanted to give them that spell so that he could come back to life and tell them that he loved them in person. That's the whole point. Not necessarily an asshole thing that he's trying to do. He's not He's not putting his oldest son aside. He's just saying, I know that when my youngest son is 16, both sons are going to be of age. So that's when it's time to do it. I agree. But I think the point is also the he could have used the time trying to discover magic to like record more of his voice telling his kids he loves them and you know Listen, magic doesn't have voice recording properties, yeah. okay? They no, have a not. tape recorder. That's not magic. Okay. I'm I gonna, didn't see magic. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to guess and I don't know we don't get the details, but maybe he just didn't have a lot of time. And that's really like that's the only one he did. Like uh-huh. Maybe, maybe he honestly like before it occurred to him that like oh I should leave some more messages like he did that one first and then maybe shit accelerated beyond you know beyond his control I don't know could be no, it's sort of, yeah, that one yeah. took, took a, a lot of work to get so. yeah it strikes me as one of those things like um I use the analogy of the door in Titanic where like if you you know complain that they both could have fit on the door James Cameron's response is like well I would have made the door smaller then like. Right. Get the point of the scene, not the not the, the details. Yeah. Right. All it's right. The, it's the intent more than the content. In, indeed, that's a good yeah. way of putting it. I'd love to see a. I got spoonful ice cream and I'm mad right now. That's that is a legitimate reason to be mad. That is. That is. If you very cried fair. right now, I would not think any less of you. Granted, Brian? if you think about it this way, every time I eat ice cream, I immediately diarrhea afterwards. So it's like, <laughs> am I wasting that ice cream, or did I still have the enjoyment of eating the ice cream? Brian yeah, but, is now going to go on a quest to learn magic to reverse time to before he dropped that ice cream. But only the bottom sure. half of the ice cream. It's a catch-22 in the way that it's like two times a number two. Yeah. But in fairness, Rob, even if you just dropped and never ate the spoonful of ice cream, you would still just diarrhea. That's so, true. That's true. Just the thought I, of ice cream I, triggers it. My body just hates itself. Yeah. <laughs> Wants itself dead. Go ahead, Will. All right. I'd love to see a sequel where a secret cabal of wizards is responsible for putting actual magic spells into D&D books in the hopes of reviving magic for either a nefarious purpose or to fight some demon that is destined to return. That sounds I like something Disney. Disney would do. You'll get yeah. it. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's pretty standard for Disney. That, yep. That'd be a, a, a horror movie. Because, <laughs> yeah. like, I mean, I mean, I know plenty of dorks that first thing they would do if they had access to magic would be not good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'll teach them that I am neither micro nor soft. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, I I'm one of them. Get to the party agrees with me. I think I agree with Rob at around the 55 minute mark. The Manticore wasn't bad, just not as awesome as she should or could have been. But then she's been around thousands of years and has managed to adapt to society as it changes. She's probably exhausted, tired of not being herself, as we see when she has her existential crisis. And loaded up on fast food. Correct. Yep. Not not good for a diet of a manticore. Mm-hmm. Or anyone. All right. The, dis- the disguise spell. Uh, I disagree with your consensus, which I don't remember what that was. <laughs> nope. Yeah, me neither. Uh, I think it's a very interesting spell. I'm actually impressed with the thought they put in behind the rules of the magic. Levitation only works if you believe it will work. A spell to disguise yourself will only continue working if you don't tell a lie. All right. I mean, I think that's more with us coming from, like, our D&D and RPG backgrounds of, like, those are spells that you would never pick. And there, you know, there'd be, like, better spells available. You'd be like, you know, okay, I get... 
there, levitation, but I have to believe it'll work. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. I think there... I can't remember it was so long ago, but I think there also might have been discussion of what constitutes a lie. Yeah. And, like, could you have right, said, you right, know, right, right. like, oh, do you think he's a failure? Be like, no, he's a great guy. It's not lying. Yeah. He's got a great personality. Answering the question. Yeah. Yeah. You got to get so really sweet. good at dodging questions. Yeah. Yeah. Or answering questions with other questions. Right. Do you think I'm doing the wrong thing? <laughs> Just keep answering it with a question. <laughs> yeah. Brian losing weight. Good job, Brian. Stay strong. I went keto from one September until Thanksgiving last year. There was no way I was giving up sweet potatoes and corn and dressings and rolls, etc. Totally agree there. <laughs> Yeah, I, lo- I lost 58 pounds, couldn't quite hit 60-pound mark, and I managed to keep the weight off so far. Good yeah, job. Brian's a, Brian's a real freaking string bean now. But also, uh, I mean, congrats as a, as to as Will. My, my pint of ice cream. It's only, yeah, you a know, pint of one your keto ice cream. Your fake-ass keto ice cream. <laughs> well, thank you, I, man. It, it, <laughs> I eat a party-sized sleeve of Chips Ahoy cookies. <laughs> Family size. Party size. All right. It's like twice the size of family size. <laughs> You're feeding the whole party. <laughs> party in my pants. And only I'm invited because only I fit. Yeah, Ross is <laughs> pretending we're all there together. What the hell are we even talking about? Send in the clowns. Ross right. just eating on all behalf right. of all of us. All right, talk about okay. this van breaking down. All right, one of your death which was the van. I didn't cry, but yeah, it was sad. Nowhere near as heart-rending as the horse and swamp of sadness and never-ending story. Then again, I was four or five when I saw the horse die, and I was 38 when the van died. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think none of us cried. And then his last uh, last point is, damn it, I was right. I was far too hasty in writing my complaint about Brian's complaint that no one had written him. Sorry again, which I don't know what that is in relation to. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot too. What, but, did Brian yeah. just complain that like nobody had written an email? Who knows? Brian's always complaining. I don't even listen anymore. I mean, true. All right, and but that's not, the, no, the email. I'm ice cream, so I'm happy again. Mm-hmm. Nice. All right, and that's the email from William. Thank you, William. Well, thanks, William. Um, I thank think... you for sharing. Yeah, thank you. Uh, thanks for sharing. Hope it's okay, and congrats again on the weight loss. I think we have one more. We got another one. It's William. What's good, William? I'm going to read in- this one this time. Oh, thank you, Brian. You already got it queued <laughs> up, or it's in the chat if you want it. I have it on my phone. I'm, I'm looking Beautiful. right at it. Thank you. <laughs> Excuse me. All right, so from William. There's nothing really to, to comment uh, on the episode or the movie. It's been a long time since I've seen it and don't remember much. This is about the Muppet movie, by the way, Muppet movie. Uh, I remember more of Muppets Take Manhattan. I'm glad to hear everyone everyone like it, but like Rob said, I don't see much reason to dig up and watch it. Uh, sadly, I can't draw to save my life, so as much as I'd like to draw you all as Muppets, I can't. However, now, here, here's the thing. Let me stop you there, Brian. <clears throat> all right. We're not, we're not asking for artists to send in uh, artist renditions of us. We're asking for anyone to send in artist renditions of us. Even if it looks like the... Uh, the Alabama Leprechaun. We're totally we happy. yeah. We're totally happy with that. Like, um, I I'm fine with the artist sketch of Heisenberg. I'm fine with whatever. Just I just want to see what y'all got. Okay, sorry, Brian. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> however, however, what Muppets each of you are? Um, I I think I can do that. Brian Saucy. Brian sounds like a big cuddly person. Oh, thank oh you. yeah. Um, yeah, he's cuddly. It might seem intimidating, but he's he's a, a, a gentle giant. Also, his jokes seem to right. fall flat. True. Uh, I love him, but everyone else seems, seems to just groan. Well, you haven't uh, known no. him for 20 plus years, Will. 
Joe, Stadler, and Waldorf. You get two. Fuck. Uh, Joe is, is great, really. But I generally find I disagree with his opinion on movies. You compare Pacific Rim to everyone Godzilla. else. Disfavorably. You're <laughs> 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 Stadler and or Walt Waldorf. Uh, Robin Tony. Yeah. Skeeter and Scooter. Sorry. Oh, God. <laughs> he yeah. says sorry. So, he says yeah. sorry. Yeah, and, and you should apologize. Um, <laughs> you but, should feel bad. But I still have issues. To... <laughs> wait, wait. I need what? clarification. Is he apologizing that he can't tell us apart? Or is he apologizing because he called us the most milk toast nothing puppets? <laughs> wait, wait. Uh, he's apologizing read the rest of the paragraph. He still can't tell, still can't, can't tell them both of you apart. <laughs> And you also seem, seem to be the same person. Are we sure it's not just Rob pretending to be, to be two different people? Have you uh, have you guys ever seen them both in the same room at the same time? I mean, every week that we yeah. record, yeah. And we not filled the entire room. Now, yes. so, all right, I'll quickly, uh, I'm going to say, Rob, Tony, say your name. Tony. Rob. 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 <laughs> oh, wait, wait. Will. Oh, that anime sucked. I forgot what one that was. <laughs> Fuck. What, what was that? Uh, it was one we watched at Anime Club like 20 years ago where it was like all these cool characters, but the main two characters just sat there and stared at each other and said their name. At their, and like, that was it. I don't, I forgot what it was called. But anyway, Shugi. that's a lot of anime. For Shugi, yep, that was it. Yep. Anyway, um, okay, so William, the key to tell the two apart is, oh, okay. yeah. One's more angry and one's more sad. Wait, which is which? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure, pretty sure you just described Tony. So the problem <laughs> is that changes between each episode. I mean, I mean, usually one's one's drunk and one's not. Wait, hold on a second. Okay, I don't like that Joe got both Statler and Waldorf. First of all, um, that's funny. I don't. Well, I, also, just I quick don't note. like Pacific Rim. Uh, That's uh, why. Just I'm quick confused. note for you guys. I'll show you a trick. Rob, say yes. something or sing or something while I drink this water. <laughs> Lady <laughs> of Spain, <laughs> I adore you. <laughs> See? We're two different people. I hate those Michael Bay Transformers <laughs> movies. Well, now you're confusing. <laughs> I love Michael Bay. Tony, what? <laughs> <laughs> says will animal will doesn't seem to have a, a, a whole, whole lot to say but when he does he just he jumps into the conversation all right i'll take it that's it <laughs> all right that's I'm pretty wild and crazy plus you're always going woman waka waka i'm officially offended yeah i'm skeeter and or scooter <laughs> yeah guess what william uh i have an easy way to deal with all of your uh future emails uh i'm just gonna delete them uh, and then no one will even know they exist. So you can uh, you can decide which Muppet I am from that. And uh, so now he's the angry one. <laughs> yep. See. Yeah, but okay. Even going with that metric of yours, angry one or the sad one? Which one's Skeeter? Which one's Scooter? I mean, isn't it, one a girl and one, one's a boy? I, I said it, yeah. it changed up between episodes. No, no, no. The real answer is it doesn't matter because Skeeter and Scooter didn't have personalities. They weren't a thing. I mean, Skeeter was like, had a uh, It was like right, the two... No, one of them never made it out of the nursery! Sco- yeah, that was Scooter, right? Oh, no. 
Skeeter, Wait. I believe. Uh, Skeeter. You know, okay, I, I, never rea- I never realized that <laughs> there was like some kind of sudden infant death syndrome or something yeah, like that happened. Yeah. Yeah. The baby w- William, shit. thank you for this. Thank That's you dark. Yeah. <laughs> that is pretty dark. I never realized that. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, William, I just want to know you ended some friendships today, some 20 plus year <laughs> friendships, because uh, my friends are going to like, you know, pick on me about this and uh, just as a as my natural reflex, I'm going to have to defend myself. Oh, and quit complaining, Scooter. It is, it is not going to be pretty. It's not going to be a nice thing. The fight is going to resemble what we saw in Mom and Dad Save the World last yeah. week. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, we'll both need a break in the middle to like. Yeah. To... Oh, definitely. And it will end with both of us falling down a flight of stairs. Correct. Somehow. Yes, absolutely. Uh, so <laughs> we'll going to jail. You know, not, never mind. Which, which Muppet I am. I am a Crow T Robot, and uh, you can just keep your comments in your pocket. Thank you, and good night. I'll take Sattler and Waldorf. Yeah, Joe can have Sattler and Waldorf. Tony can have Skeeter and Scooter. No, thank you. And Robin, and... You know what? Just just say I'm a sock. At that point, just say I'm a sock. William, just so you know, Tony is Sweetums. Uh, (laughs) Uh, Well, Yeah. Uh, I'd rather be Sifo and Ollie. I'll be. Who would? Professor Honeydew? No better than Skeeter and Scooter. You picked a Muppet that's not even a Muppet. That's the thing that killed (laughs) Skeeter's not even a Muppet. Created for the cartoon. Like, mm. Anyway, let's move on. All right. I guess they're both the bad ones this time. (laughs) (laughs) Well done, William. (laughs) Yeah, thanks. Thanks, We're William. Both bad and sad. Thank you. Uh, listen to our patrons only Transformers War for Cybertron series and uh, follow the instructions given thereof. So uh, that's it for the emails this week, right? Yeah, we'll, we'll do some, some more next week or some other yeah. time. Because <laughs> we still have a whole bunch from you. Thanks again, William. It's suddenly been flooding in. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Talk to you later, William. I'm not going to say thanks because I'm mad. And sad. And sad. And so, so goodbye. Bye. Yeah, uh, <laughs> so watching you four um, as we were going through this, you all started off perfectly in the frame with a somewhat upright posture. <laughs> and now I can only see parts of everyone's head, except for Will's fully in the frame now. But for a while, he was. it was like everyone just slumped down in sadness. Yeah. yeah. Well, we talked about this. Yeah, we, talked, says, we talked about it way too long. That says something <laughs> about the film. Outlook, sack into the you... swamp of sadness. Yeah. All right. Do we want to do review? Wrap yeah. up? Yeah. Wrap this yeah. up. Yeah. All right, Tony, what does IMD Bubbles have to say about this film? Uh, lots of things, but on RottenTomatoes.com, oh, yeah, Chris gave right. this a score of 6%. <laughs> okay. Six? Audience gave this a score of Six percent. Audience gave this a score of thirty-three percent. What the what? hell, audiences? What's the matter with you? Uh, that's their thoughts and opinions. What about I you and go... yours, sir? So vocal, uh, Will. Yeah, I'm gonna say like, yeah, never watched this movie. I agree with the critics. Um, it's just not, not, just not fun. Not funny. Watch Home Alone. Watch the freaking pacifier. Um, yeah, that's all I gotta say. Okay. We, we say watch the pacifier that tells you the state of things right. <laughs> yeah. i was telling rob that they should do a remake of this with like john cena and kevin hart mm-hmm. 
We're like Kevin, Kevin Hart's Hart playing one of the kids. <laughs> That'd be great. All right, uh, Rob. Um, I hated this movie, like start to finish. Uh, the music is awful. Uh, the Batman and Robin esqueness of the whole thing is awful. It's just awful. I was I was mad. I watched this movie mad, and I was I had to watch it in two parts, and I was mad. Um, I don't recommend it. I don't ever want to see it again. Uh, it was one of the worst things I've ever had to experience. And uh, it just just made me, like, it made me physically angry. Um, yeah, that's it. I hated this movie. I hated it so much. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat. Like I said, there's there seems to be two parts of this movie. The first part is a bit more child-friendly, and it has some jokes, most of which don't work, but... Um, there are one or two that actually weren't very uh, family-friendly, but did make me laugh a little. So I might have given it some credit there. But then by the second half, we get into this other weird action movie that's so lame and so boring and so dumb, I just couldn't even be bothered. So definitely not uh, going to recommend this movie. The hell with that. Uh, Brian. Yo, I love this movie when I was like 13. Fuck this movie now. <laughs> it is some bullshit. Like, I, I wouldn't give it a 6%, maybe a 10%, but either way, uh, it's a it's a stunning F. Like, it is just, it is, it is atrocious. Like, the best parts of the movie are the wigs, um, the the two times the, the little shitty-ass kid got, got, got beat up, um, and then, like, a couple jokes from, like, the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, um, uh, uh, Mother Love, whatever. And that's about it. Fuck that's this about movie. it. Okay, uh, Joe. I'm somewhat upset that this movie even got to 33% um, with the audience. So it's there, like, this is unequivocally a zero, I think. And there are, there are movies like Highlander 2 that are a zero, but are still like, that's a fun ride to get to that zero. There's this movie just, it's just painful to watch. Um, knowing what we know about Hulk Hogan now really does not help either knowing that both he's a scumbag of a person and like professionally was absolutely awful to everyone he worked with. Um, like, and the only thing I think that would have helped with Hulk Hogan was if he did something that called back to the nostalgic area of my childhood where he was like a hero to me and they don't even bother to do any of that. Um, like, the one thing I would have liked in this movie of, like, Hulk Hogan actually doing some kind of halfway serviceable fight, like, you would, uh, I think you get in Suburban Commando, although I am legitimately scared to find out right now. And, um, like, what you get as his, like, cameo as Thunderlips in, in Rocky III. Uh, that being said, though, like, this is, this is a bad F. Like, this is like, like, um, Mr. Sherman Helmsley and, and Mother Love, they can go. Like, they, they're allowed to leave. Everyone else has to stay at the principal's office till their parents come and get them. And then it has to be explained to their parents how bad they fucked up. Because um, this movie was... This movie was bad. It, it hurt. Um, so, in, like, the grand scheme of things, is it Garbage Pail Kids bad or Three Ninjas bad? I don't think so. But it's close. It's, like, the tier right right be uh, below that um so that's all i got like this movie like it should have been fun to make fun of it wasn't even fun to make fun of it just it just hurt so yeah yeah so, that yeah. is one thing about about this fucking movie like it really it, even if we all sat and watched it together it would have been fun to watch yeah right 
I'm I'm not even sure. Like, is there riff tracks of this? No. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. That would actually be a challenge for them, I think. I think so, because nothing happens in this movie. Like, literally nothing happens. It's the same couple of jokes over and over again. These kids just being little shits. And then the movie's over. Like, that, and there is it. no time for any scene to register, because they're all going by so fast. And the only good thing about this movie is that it's like 80-something minutes long. But it which is still feel too like long. That. Like, like, I, like I watched longer. it in I watched it in forty minute yeah. chunks and I felt like it was dragging forever. But yeah, but there, there, there's no time for anything they establish to gather any kind of meaning before they move on to something else to just Correct. another stock beat. And by the end, you just forgot what happened. Um, like I'm usually pretty good, even without my notes, of remembering what happens in a movie in order. And like this one, I skipped around. I couldn't tell you. Like I couldn't care. Yeah. Mm. So right. that's pretty much a not recommend all around. Uh, and by pretty much, I mean definitely. So uh, what would we recommend instead? We all right. Can I point out before we actually settle on something? Yeah. We have already recommended Gary Busey and another one of these shitty like nanny movie knockoffs. So like that should tell you how bad things are. That we're just, we're at that point where anything's a step up. Maybe a Mr. Mom. You know what? Here's what you do. All right, you go. You go to. Go to your. Go to your garage or your basement or anywhere in your house. You probably have like an empty cardboard box hanging around you don't use anymore. Put it outside. All right. Then go to your hardware store or anywhere and get like a. I'm scared. No, like get a get like a thing of suet or like some bird seed or something. Just, just put it on top of the box. And like go into your home and sit at a at a in a comfortable chair with a book and watch the birds eat the bird seed and just enjoy nature while you're reading a book. Um, I don't care what book it is as long as it's not uh, not like a bad. Don't don't read like Ready Player One. Read like a decent wow. book. Um, but like you know, just something you enjoy. The Odyssey is fine, but like watch nature for a while and just just for just take like an hour. Just to, while Will is falling down or <laughs> with my cat He's... jumping on oh. cat. I right. thought Will, I thought Will just left, like he just <laughs> slammed the door. Um, I'm gonna go get some suet. Just yeah. enjoy nature. Well, yeah, but you're gonna eat okay. it though. That's the problem. I haven't seen it brief, Rob. I haven't seen the movie in a while, and I don't know how it holds up but like uncle buck is that a good one with like someone that they i guess that's two, fine too sure. two kids with like some guy that they don't like who slowly wins them over i mean joe we, yeah. we watched it for the podcast two years ago did we was i there uh, I no, thought so. we didn't do that no. did we? <laughs> no we watched we watched the great outdoors right we watched yeah great outdoors is probably what you're thinking of we watched we have, uncle buck no we have not watched uncle buck for the podcast <laughs> If we have, I was not there. No, we have not. I wasn't there either. <laughs> like, yeah. I think you lost I your mind there, Brian. Uh, yeah. I can promise you if we recorded it, I'm, chances are I was there and we did not record Uncle Buck. Oh. Brian, you better check what the ingredients are in that uh, ice cream. Yeah, yeah that's right. Apparently, right, Mary for now. Jane is keto. Mr. Mom. Uh, we're throwing Mr. Uncle Mom. Buck up there for now. The hell with Mr. Mom. Home Alone? Uh, same, same <laughs> read a book. Or Home Alone, that's fine too. Home Alone's probably the better option since we actually already uh, did that. Uh, home Alone 3 is probably better than this. I love Home Alone 3. Okay, well, we don't want to hear. 
Maybe for old, Christmas. Old, old main neighbor gets tied up in the basement. And I believe that also was about uh, trying to keep away a microchip. Uh, microchip, yeah. Yep. Great. Oh uh, boy. Anyway, so I'm alone. <laughs> what else we got? We got another episode coming whenever we decide to do it. Uh, check out. Check out Sorry. Patreon for the uh, Transformers series. Yep, do that. Um, uh, I don't have all my information with me, so I'll say thank you for listening. All right. If you enjoyed what you heard, please consider subscribing. You can find us on uh, 4AM Podcast. Yeah, the internet. You can find us at 4AMPodcast.podbean.com. You can email us at the4AMPodcast.gmail.com. Uh, you can, of course, send us money. At patreon.com slash 4am podcast. We have exclusive Patreon content there. Uh, it's some cool stuff. Uh, so check it out. But uh, otherwise, you know, just, just follow us. Check us out. Facebook, 4am podcast. Just search 4am podcast. You'll find us. Uh, I'm just going to throw out there also, like, uh, people, you know, be careful with uh, what you recommend. I don't know if you can hear how defeated we are right now. But, no, uh, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. William, thank you for your sponsorship. Money. Oh, hey, yeah, I'm just saying. You, you, did, you gave the dime, so we did the time. And we're, we're all yeah. suffering. We all want to die in our own way. Um, quick it, it, quick and famous. In, in the future, though, it is... Like a, a bad comedy is really hard to review and say something funny about. But this was neither uh, comedy nor was it bad. It was just it was just the worst thing ever. Yeah. It was just the yeah. worst thing ever. I, I'm not I'm not gonna be mean to Will. I just yeah. want to know if he would be willing to come by and shut my stove off. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> Tony's head is going in. That's oh, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna. Yeah, I'll, I'll see you guys later. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go watch Ladybugs. Uh, I'll see you guys later. Wow. Yeah, just, just, just let me go, go do that. And, uh, All right, later. Yeah. Thanks. Adios. Thanks. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, bye. Bye. Good night, everybody.